everyone, welcome back to another episode of Cose Van Gogh. <laughs> Explain it slowly. So before we get into that, like, let's do a quick introduction. It's been like 90-something episode, and I don't think we've done that many, like, intro to who we are for newcomers who are coming in, listening for the first time. So my name is Lynn, and this is uh, Dimitri. Hi, Lynn. <laughs> and uh, the reason for the podcast was uh, because I always asked Dimitri questions and he got tired of always re-explaining something to me. And so we figured we put a podcast together. That way, if I ever forget a topic, I can just revisit the, the podcast. <laughs> that was one of the reasons. And also to help educate and spread, you know, knowledge, right? Uh-huh. So, and also to make more room in my head because I'm like at disc full <laughs> constantly. Um, and there's no more room for anything new. So this way I kind of eject that information into the void. <laughs> Lynn asked me again. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, so, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, welcome back if you are uh, have with, been with us for a long time and welcome to the show if you are new. So uh, today's topic, let's get to it. Oh, do you want to explain what the Cozy Vangoli at the beginning thing was? <laughs> so uh, we were watching a lewd anime and there was a very catchy song that I'm not going to repeat for uh, reasons. <laughs> um, and one part of the song sounded like Cose uh, Vangoli. And that's one of Lynn's favorite dishes at our local Italian place. So that's that's the gist of it. Yeah, it's it's a uh, the dish is pretty much uh, mussel and clams cooked in like a tomato sauce. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's delicious. Yeah, goes well with bread. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, so let's let's get into today's topic. Um, so our previous episode, we talked about the difference between a hdd and an ssd right uh-huh so like a hard drive and then what is it a soft solid state a solid state drive i was like a soft drive whatever it is not soft there are soft discs right. which but is why per- the hard disk yeah pretty much they're hard drives to help you know to store ma- like stuff right data yeah. and stuff so uh i guess this episode let's talk about um how a hard drive works like how do you save data onto a hard drive Okay. <laughs> do you know much? <laughs> uh, yeah, I can do my best. Um, so hard drives are made of platters. And these platters are basically, you can think of them like CDs. Right. They're a little different in that unlike CDs where you have like a literal foil of metal and then either indentations in that metal or like l- burn marks. Uh-huh. Like that's what stores information on the CD. Okay. It's a, it's a rather permanent process. You can think of it. Um, whereas a hard drive uses a very similar technology to what we had on tape. So a tape, like think back to a cassette tape, um, has, is like a film of plastic Mm -hmm. and there's quite literally particles of like iron or rust on there. Very, very small particles. Um, and they're embedded in this plastic. And if you, in, if you, uh, expose them to a magnetic field, they will switch polarity, either positive or negative, right? Right, right. So you have a non-digital surface, basically. Like, the whole thing is just this. Um, and you can put whatever you want on it, whether they're little dots and so on and so forth. Does that make sense? hmm Okay. So uh, if you take that strip of film that's in a cassette and you play it back over time, you can have music. If you put it in a VHS, like... I don't think those are called cassettes, but they're that big hunkin piece of plastic that you put in a VHS. 
You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, VHS tape. Tape. I don't know. I don't know what they're <laughs> called. Uh, but that's like a, it's like slightly thicker, same exact technology. Yeah. Um, if you go into archival uh, settings, they have the same exact technology again. Now, a hard drive is that in disk form. So you have two layers to it. You have the top and the bottom, basically, that are independent. But it works more or less like a CD would, mm-hmm. where instead of having a line of information, which you would have on a cassette tape, uh, or uh, like diagonals of information, which you would have on a VHS, uh, you have a spiral, or not really a spiral, but a series of concentric disks mm-hmm. um, that uh, basically uh, encode information onto a platter. Mm. Following me so far? Yeah. Okay, so now... Uh, modern hard drives are made of multiple platters. So you have several of these platters stacked, but with space in between them. Okay. Um, and they are all connected to one motor. So they all spin at the same time. But in between the platters, you have something called an arm, which you can think of them like your hand with all your fingers. Your fingers will go in between the platters Mm -hmm. as it goes back and forth. Um, and this arm has a little tiny, uh, essentially reader heads at the tip of it and it will hover right on top of the disc and read whether that particular piece of magnetic material is positive or negative Does that makes okay. sense hence the reason never expose a hard drive to a magnet like you will instantly magnetize the disc in one direction or the other um which is not going to be helpful towards your data which is made a very small like very carefully placed one's like positives and negatives along a ring, right? If you take a magnet, it's going to ruin all of that. Yeah. Um. So no magnets with hard drives. Well, it, it with a magnet, it's just going to switch, right? So then it's just the opposite of what you have. No, somewhere? it will make them all positive or all negative based oh. on which side of the magnet you expose. Oh, it to. so it's not just switching whatever's there to the opposite. No, it's going to take the whole surface and be like you're positive now, um, which is. Not very useful when you want to communicate ones and zeros, right? Mm-hmm. Because now you don't have any sort of differentiation between anything. It's just all positive or all negative. Okay. Okay. So that's what a hard drive is and basically like how it's put together. Generally speaking, because you have spinning material that's spinning very fast. Yeah. Whether it's uh, 5,400 times per minute. 7,200 times per minute or fancier ones go up to 10,300 times per minute. Like, it spins very, very fast. Um, and this little arm that goes back and forth is what you hear when you hear a hard drive. It goes... That is the arm, like, actuating back and forth along the disc to read a little piece of it as the, the, disc, as the disc is spinning. So it's going to try to go to a specific diameter of the disc, stabilize itself, and once it's stable, it's going to start reading a little bit of that. Once it has the information it needs, it's going to start moving to a different portion of the disc because you opened a different file or whatnot. Um, Needless to say, this kind of thing worked great when you were not accessing a whole bunch of things at once. Like in uh, older computers, you are not the slowest part of the computing experience. Like, the computer is taking its time to do stuff. So it you have one app open at, the, at a time. You have one document. Um, and you're not really, like, writing all over the place, right? Mm-hmm. Um, whereas now modern computers, they're always writing to this. They're writing here. They're writing there. So that little arm needs to jump 
wait for it to stabilize, and then it can read information or write information. And then it's done there, and it's going to jump to a different part, stabilize, read information, or write information. So um, there's a lot that's going on uh, there, and everything is moving very, very quickly. But that is by far the slowest part of whatever the computer's doing. Everything else is orders of magnitude faster, um, like thousands of times faster. Uh, so that becomes the slowest part. So um, a lot of people, I think, remember the first time they had an SSD in their computer, everything was instantly 10 to 100 times faster than what they were used to because all of a sudden you're not waiting for the hard drive to find information back and forth. The SSD will just jump to a different chip and say, like, okay, you want this information, you want that information. I don't really care where which chip it's on. I'm just going to, like, flip some wires and you have it. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, going back to the original question, what is a hard drive? Uh, you have a case that you have a lot of spinning stuff in, so oftentimes that case is filled with something like helium, a non-inert gas that is not going to cause a lot of friction mm-hmm. because you have stuff moving. Um, and it's filled with platters that each have a huge amount of information on them. Um, and then you have this... Uh, This arm with little reader heads at the tip of the fingers of the arm on both sides of each platter that is going to go ahead and read information or write information to the disks, depending on what kind of operation you're doing. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to like saving stuff on like a hard drive, you don't have control on how it can save stuff, right? Kind of like in one of the previous episodes where we talked about RAID, where mm-hmm. it's like a software that, that lets you decide on how to optimize, like how data should be stored and how fast you want to access it. For a hard drive, it's like hard-coded, I guess, in a way where not at all. it just does it on its own. You can't really control how it works. Yeah, right? not at all. It's a, it's a rather dumb device, uh-huh. meaning the computer can control all aspects of that. It can go ahead and move the arm wherever it needs to. It can go ahead and say, start reading or start writing. Um, and it can tell the hard drive with specific like instructions. What track are you interested Which disk, basically. Which track are you interested in? Which sector? If you imagine the disk divided into eight pizza slices, mm-hmm. those are individual sectors. Um, and each like sector and each track has the same amount of information. So it's just you can go ahead and address a specific sector, a specific track, tell the arm to go to a specific place and start reading, and it will go ahead and do that. So unlike an SSD, which has like a controller, which you basically tell the SSD, hey, I want to read from location X Mm -hmm. and give me that data. And then the SSD is, well, okay, location X is looking on this chip, but not anymore because that chip is kind of old. So we're going to move it to this chip. It's doing a lot of uh, effort like to kind of coordinate all that whereas a hard drive is doing substantially less um, in some cases now it can like take on a lot of those uh, requirements as well like you can tell the hard drive I want to write at location x um, and it can go ahead and do that but you can also get full control to it which is how um, hard drive like rescue stuff works where like you like lost some information because the hard drive physically broke, mm-hmm. you can send it somewhere and they can control to like skip the damaged region, if oh, that makes sense. Okay. So on that topic, when we talk about computers crashing, like it's an actual physical phenomenon where in the hard drive, that little arm is 
ever so slightly not touching stuff that's moving very, very fast, right? So if you've ever played with a gyroscope, so a gyroscope is like a weighted disc that when you spin very quickly, the gyroscope doesn't really move, if that makes any sense. Um, so in this case, you have a lot of spinning things that when you move the case of the hard drive, the spinning things are going to want to not move based on where they are. So they're going to kind of push against your movement, if that makes any sense. And by pushing against your movement, those discs may touch or get very close to the arm. Um, now, a hard drive is made to kind of account for this by a certain amount. Like there's little pieces of foam on the things and everything. But every now and then, the arm moved at the same time that the thing moved, and things crash. Like, literally crash into each other um, and start scraping along the disc. Yeah. Now, that's not game over for our drive. It just means that that track, I think it's called a track. I'm going to have to look that up afterwards. Um, but that track, that, that disc, so if you have a disc, you can imagine if the thing crashed into the disc, it'll start making a circle, right? Yeah. Like, it'll scrape. It'll in a scrape circular off thing. the metal that's on there, right? Yeah, the plastic or whatever the 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 material is of the disc. I'm not too sure nowadays. But oh, it, so, so it's not like a CD how one side is actual plastic and smooth and then the other side has like a printed no, it's not. thing so, on it. And, and I remember a long time ago you told me the printed side with the the film or whatever or the metal or whatever it is is the data side, not the clear side, right? Yeah, so I... I think I got it slightly wrong in that I learned since then that like CDs uh -huh. are actually pressed. So to like manufacture CDs to sell at a store, yeah, it actually goes into a die that has like the preset little bumps, and that just squishes the the plastic on one edge, and then it puts that film on top to kind of cover it up. Yeah, and that's how you get a permanent CD. Does that make sense? Like, you're not rewriting. So then this. which side is the side that you read from and which side is the side that I guess you write to? So the clear side is uh -huh. where you're reading from. Yeah, because but it's the going, sensor is underneath. It's going through the clear stuff yeah. to a part where you actually have little indentations oh. in the plastic. And then on top of that, you just have a piece of paper or foil or what have you yeah. to kind of cover it up. Okay. So if you want to destroy, if you want to destroy one of those, because I had one of those, you I scrape always assume the, the non-clear side. Oh, really? I always assume that you scrape the clear side because that's the side that is being read from. So you can do that, but you can also fix that by scraping an even layer on the clear side oh, and, and making then it'll it just good again. Get rid of it. Oh, mm -hmm. does that okay. make sense? Yeah. Um, so yeah, hard drives, I'm not too sure like exactly how it's put together where you have like a, a, like a sample of clear material and then a foil on each and side and then something and then another foil and then clear material. So that uh -huh. way you can read from both sides. I'm guessing there might be a little bit of material on top of the magnetic foil just to protect it and like for the arm for a little bit of movement because things like have very tight tolerances. Um, but I don't know. I don't know for sure. So then how does it write stuff to it? Um, it will go ahead and induce a magnetic charge at the playhead, at the tip of the arm. Okay, so so then it, it's... Okay, so then it doesn't really matter if, like, the construction of the layers. Then, right? Yeah, it's... Because it's... The, the layer can be in between two layers of plastic. It can still be 
switch on and off. Yeah, right? basically. Okay. Like if you think of uh, a cassette tape, for instance, if you move your finger on it, it's not like you're going to get a whole bunch of black stuff on your finger. No, but you'll stretch the film. You Oh, if you right? touch it lightly. <laughs> if you touch it lightly, it's not like you're going to end up with a bunch of graphite from like a pencil. Does that uh, make sense? I always thought you're depositing grease. You are. Stuff on it, so therefore it breaks. But you're not removing stuff. No, you're from not it. removing Okay, data. so that means it's within the plastic. Oh, okay. Okay, so I can imagine there's also a layer of plastic oh, yeah. for the hard drive just to keep it in place. Yeah. Does that yeah. make sense? Okay. Cool. So yeah, I don't know if we forgot to explain something along the way. Uh we jumped around a lot. Uh but yeah, that's how that's how hard drives work. Um and that's why they are still the de facto cheap means of like lots of data because we can make those little readers smaller and smaller every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can make the platters spin ever so slightly faster and faster every year. And we can make them thinner. Like yeah. we can put more platters. Like the today's 18 terabyte drives, they have a lot of platters in there um, that are just kind of like all ready to be written and read from at the same time you know Mm -hmm. um so like the speed does increase over time the reliability does increase over time and yeah they are excellent cheap like ways of storing tons and tons of data um so that's why we still use them even though they're not the fastest thing in the world now that said they were a horrible idea for things like laptops because laptops, you move them around. Remember what I was talking about with the gyroscope? Yeah. So if you t- if you move your laptop back and forth, like and jostling it, then you can imagine either the arm is going to jostle because it's n- it's no longer going to be able to stay in one's place, or uh, the discs themselves are going to crash into the arm. Um, so some intelligent things that some manufacturers have done is they'll have a little accelerometer in the heart in the computer. And an accelerometer is basically a little chip where you have a tiny little piece of foil that's like hanging. And as you move, the foil will like move in the direction that you're moving something. Mm -hmm. And it can detect how fast something is moving, like in terms of acceleration. So if your laptop starts free falling and then crashes into the ground, the acceleration of the crash is going to be huge. So it can very instantly tell the hard drive panic mode, move the arm out of the way. And maybe we won't lose everything. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Um, so your computer will crash, like software-wise. Yeah. But hopefully the hard drive itself won't crash permanent-wise, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening. <laughs> see you next week, everyone. Or no, see you. I don't even remember how fast this episode comes out. If you want to know, it comes out every Monday and Thursday. <laughs> um, and I always forget this, it seems. Uh, so this episode is coming out on Thursday. So see you next Monday. I guess that is next week. (laughs) I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, bye. Bye.